Hey everyone! Hey guys! Welcome back to Slumber Party, episode 9. Episode 9. You guys fill in the gaps. 999 Juice World, rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace, Juice. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Are those fans called like juice boxes? I. Are they? <laughs> I was gonna say, are they called juicers? But that's like people who take steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wait, are they actually called juicers? I mean, did I make that up? I remember on Teen Wolf, like, when he became a wolf, one of the guys came up and he was like, where do you get your juice? And he was like, my mom gets it from the store. And it was a joke because he thought he was on steroids. Um... Also, I looked up Juice and apparently it's a movie starring Tupac. So. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. What is this episode about? I'm not going to tell you. Wow, that was good. Wasn't it? For a second, I was like, why? I was like, just <laughs> yeah. say it. See, that's the effect of gatekeeping. You're like, why are you not going to tell me? That's... <laughs> Cassie was the best thing. Yeah. Okay, all you. All you. I don't remember what I was going to say. But, yeah, we're talking about gatekeeping. Um, I don't want to say anything else because we'll get into it. That wasn't me trying to gatekeep. I just didn't know what else to say. That's so real. And that's yeah. another thing about gatekeeping. <laughs> Sometimes you literally just don't know. Hey everyone, it's Cassie. I'm just here with a little disclaimer because Belle and I listened to the episode. We s- we just wanted to say that take what we say with a grain of salt. Everything is meant to be lighthearted. Um, in the episode, we talk about gatekeeping and being a hater. And we say it towards the end of the episode, but we know like not everyone listens to the whole thing. So we just want to say in the beginning, most of the stuff we're saying is sarcastic. We don't actually like go out of our way to hate on things. We don't genuinely hate them. It's just like just a little thing to have a laugh um so we wanted to say that just so nothing is like if you like the things that we say we hate on like obviously we don't dislike you and furthermore we have complex thoughts about gatekeeping we gatekeep ourselves but also we see the issues in it don't overthink our jokes and sarcasm it's all just just for fun it's all lighthearted discussion because that's what a podcast is also i don't know what happened but when we were recording, the, one of the mics must have been like maybe on by accident because there was some background, like a kind of hissing noise. So I did do like a de-noise effect on audition and editing and it kind of made our voices cloudy, but also it's like, it's better that you don't hear the humming. So if our voices sound weird this episode, that's why we had technical difficulties. So anyway, back to the episode. So did you want to tell your story first? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, as we all know, college students, uh, respect to you guys out there. We know your pain. <laughs> that was bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as we all know, it's finals week and I woke up this morning. Or okay. I went to bed last night with two finals. They were essays that I had to finish up for today. Um, do like midday today. Um, and I went to bed last night because I was so exhausted. I went to bed at, like, 1 in the morning. I made as much progress as I could on this on both of these papers. I was working on, like, both of them at the same time. Um, and I went to bed. I imagined you with two laptops <laughs> typing with different hands. <laughs> that would be... That would go so hard. Um, unfortunately, that was not my tactic. Um, but... So, I went to bed, and then I woke up with a start. I woke up, and it was... And I checked my phone immediately, and um, it said 6.50... But it didn't say if it was a.m. or p.m. 
Like, I literally could not find where it said AM or PM on, like, the iPhone. <laughs> like, I, like, tried everything, and I was like, is it 6.50 PM? Did I wake up at 6.50 PM the next day because I was so tired? So I was, like, fr- I was like trying to, like, open my laptop because I know that it says, like, PM or AM on, like, the laptop screen. I don't have, like, an analog clock in my room. Like, it was just such a mess. And then I eventually looked up... Um, time right now on google <laughs> so it would tell me if it was 6 50 a.m or p.m um and it was a.m and i was able to get my finals in on time because they were due at like 11 in the morning but i was really stressed that i woke up at 7 p.m so yeah that just goes to show get sleep um and then you won't have to worry about somehow sleeping it until 7 p.m so yeah that's my story a wise tale. Scissors mother at the end of the album. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's literally you. Oh my god. That's anyway, so if you don't know what that album is, I'm not telling you. True. It, if you... <laughs> um... <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't know what a album is, I'm not telling you. Yeah. If you don't know what music is at this point, like. Actually, no, I, if you don't know what music is, I actually would gatekeep it from you. Because, like, like, figure it out. Because music equals life. <laughs> sorry. Okay, guys, thank you for listening this week. It's been a good one. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Did we already say what gatekeeping is for people who don't know? I'm, I so badly, like, don't want to define it because it's, like, funny and, like, meta. But we'll say what it is. We'll say what, what it is. What would you like to know what uh, it is? I think that's. I think I stole that from someone. I think you did too. I think it was like in a. It was that guy where it was like, the picture was going viral, and he was like, "How am I going viral for my TikTok?" But they cut my username out and my face, <laughs> and then that went viral, and they cut out his username <laughs> and face. Oh, that's a real. Okay, that actually perfectly segues into our gatekeeping definition because they gatekept his identity. <laughs> like rightfully so, though. That's true. It that's was part what of the he gets. That's what he gets. I don't even know why he gets it. But... I know. He's probably, like, a really nice person. (laughs) Anyway, gatekeeping. I'm not going to look up a real definition. My definition is just, like, withholding information, like, wrongfully from someone. Literally, like, we'll get into it. Sometimes it, like, rightfully so. But most of the time, it's just, like, withholding information from someone just because you think having that information makes you better than them. So, like, you don't want them to know because it's, like, it's special to you or whatever. Yeah, I think Cassie, Cassie defined it pretty well. Um, I think if I had to add anything, it would be like gatekeeping gives the gatekeeper a sense of like superiority. Mm -hmm. Um, And by like, like Cassie said, withholding that information, they have like some sort of like leverage over another person to like dangle it over their head. Like, haha, like I have, I know this and you don't. When that sort of dynamic would not like have to exist. Mm-hmm. If they just like share the information, yeah. Um, and gatekeeping can be applied to like so many things, but um, I think most commonly it's about, or it's like talked about in reference to like media and like movies, TV shows, music, especially music is like the huge mm-hmm. one. I think. Um, but and it's mostly sorry to cut you no, off. No, you're good. That just reminded me. It's mostly like. Not to drag these people, but, like, people who call themselves, like, alternative. Mm. Like, anything that's, like, an alternative movie or music. Those people love to gatekeep. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think going 
with like the idea of like alternative or like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add the word. It's lingering in the air. Indie. Yeah. Um things that are like traditionally like alternative or indie or whatever, like because those things aren't mainstream to begin with, it's almost like you have to like search for them anyways. Like mm-hmm. even if you're not like specifically searching for like for like this movie or this song or this show or whatever like you had to like work for it in some way because you had to be like a part of some specific community or you had to get like a recommendation from someone who has like really like like I don't know dedicated taste to film um so it's like it almost feels like if you like a song that only has like 1,000 listeners on Spotify it's like you earned that Mm -hmm. because like no one else knows it and you work to find it you like searched yeah. for it you went out of your way so it's like i'm not going to tell you what the name of the song is i did the work to find it you didn't yeah like if you you feel like you since you had to like fo- do it on your own <laughs> i'm literally just <laughs> i'm just saying exactly what you said but reworded i'm like yeah if you you have to do it on your own so that's why you think you earned it you literally just said that um anyway that's that's I thought I was, like, saying it something else, but I couldn't remember what I was going to say differently. So, yeah, it's basically that. You think you're, like, I'm literally going to say it again. (laughs) Because you you put in the work, which, like, you were, maybe you got get. Maybe you got get. Maybe you got, I don't know what the past tense, gate kept? Gate? Maybe someone gatekept something from you. Yeah, maybe they gatekept it from you. So then now that you actually figured it out and, like, you, 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 you got there on your own mm-hmm. now you're like oh i don't want other people like i had to work for this even though it's like literally public information also it's like you didn't make the song i know if you like like okay i'm just going on this like song analogy like song that has like a thousand listeners on spotify or like could you name one name five songs Ooh. we didn't say an artist <laughs> but you can't name five songs um <laughs> the alphabet <laughs> Oh my god. Um, I forgot what I was saying, I'm gonna be honest. Um, you started to say with you were like, I'm gonna make an analogy again to songs and you told me to name five songs. <laughs> See, that's the dangers of gatekeeping. Use your train of thought. <laughs> um I, I said the thing about gate kept, right? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember if I finished that. Um Oh, okay, so the thing about um a thousand listeners on Spotify that I was gonna say. Um Especially with, like, alternative or, like, indie interests or whatever. It literally feels like by knowing something that is underground, it somehow makes you more, like, like cultured and, mm-hmm. like, intellectual. Because it's like, oh, I don't just listen to what's... I don't just listen to the top 40. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I I'm so, like, deep, and I like music that only has, like, a thousand followers. But, like, and that's not me, okay, disclaimer vibes, that's not me villainizing all people who have felt that way, because I've definitely felt that way about music um, at, like, certain points in my life. And there are definitely, like, songs and artists that I'm, like, I hope this doesn't, like, blow up on TikTok, because if it does, it might, like... We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Oh, there's a lot to get into today, guys. But, um... All I'm saying is, I get it. I'm not villainizing anyone, but it is... I might be. Cassie might be. I might be too. You never know. But these are the kind of things that, if you don't think about them critically, and you just let them go unchecked all the time, that's toxic. Also, when you said the thing about a thousand listeners, it made me think of, there's a lot of, like, small artists 
that they're like, please don't gatekeep us. Gatekeep yeah. us. Like, we're trying to make a living. Yeah. If you, okay, again, thousand listener analogy. If this, if you like the music enough to the point where you're like, this is so beautiful and amazing and special to me that it's so great. I don't want anyone else but me to listen to it. Imagine like the change you could make in this artist's life Mm -hmm. by literally just like posting their music on like on like your Instagram or like supporting them or like buying tickets to their shows with your friends or like buying their merch. Like it's just like. I don't know. Instead of being like, I don't want anyone to discover them. I don't want them to blow up. Like, like, if they don't blow up, they can't make any more music because they're going to run out of money. Also, they, like, Brother in Christ, they were the ones who made the music in the first place. Exactly. Like, you didn't, you didn't, like, make the synths or you didn't write the lyrics. Like, get over yourself. You literally just press play it on Spotify. Like, Like, anyways. I do that every day. True. Girls should get paid for pressing play on Spotify. That's actually true. I know. Like $15 an hour. $15 a, a minute play. per play. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. actually true. Yeah. Let's propose that to student government. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, first we wanted to... Actually, not first. We're literally like 15 minutes in. I'm like, first we wanted to talk about <laughs> this. Um, We're gatekeeping the gatekeeping episode. Yeah, actually, the episode's over. We actually don't want to talk about it anymore. True. We're going to talk about it alone with our mics off, and it's just the in two our of heads, us. And in our heads, and we're not even saying it to each other, because we don't want each other to know each other's thoughts, because they're so original. Yeah, and we're going to close our eyes and turn our backs to each other, so we're gatekeeping each other's facial expressions mm-hmm. and um, body language from each other. Yeah. And also, we're going <laughs> to not be in the same room, so we gatekeep the air the other breathes. What was that last word? <laughs> <laughs> breathes? Breathes? Gatekeep the air, the other breathes. Oh, the other breathes. I thought you were saying like each other's breath, and I was like, interesting. What does that mean? Anyways, did you want to talk about fan culture? Oh yeah. Throwback to the fan episode. TBT. It actually flopped on our. I looked on our Captivate page. That episode's flopping. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, go check it out. In shout flop- out to the eighteen who. <laughs> <laughs> In flop era, but. Not in a flopping way, in a gatekeeping ourselves from society way. Yeah, we're actually, we're, our podcast is so unique and indie that, like, we actually don't get many views. That is... But it's just because people wouldn't understand it. It's just because people don't have the intellectual capacity. Yeah. It's like us, like, um, uh, pretending we're blowing up every, like, 40 minutes and we're like, oh, well, okay. Actually, our last episode is flopping. Guys, go... Oh my god, our last two episodes. Guys, listen to Fandom Talk and Edgelords Analyze Memes. Those two flopped. Yeah. So, yeah. after Cassie's busy airing out her dirty laundry like that. Did you guys hear that girls get $15 an hour to press play on Spotify now? Yeah, so, so if you listen on Spotify, you actually get paid to listen to our every, like, per minute also on yeah, the podcast. You per minute, and then an additional per hour. Mm-hmm. So... And you also get, like, an extra, like, COVID pay. Oh, my God. Pandemic, so. And a stipend. The way that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and a stipend. Anyways. Okay. So, um, fan culture is literally, like, where gatekeeping originates, I think. Okay, actually, before fan culture, I literally feel like... The original gatekeepers are intellectuals because, like, I'm thinking about how, like, annoying, I'm going to use the word annoying a lot in this episode, I'm going to be honest, but how annoying academia is and, like, how, like, I've, I've never had to experience it because I'm not, like, 
a professor or a researcher, but from what I've like heard and from what I understand. Wait, what? What's that final project you told me you were working on? <laughs> I'm working on a final research project. And what did you just say you're not? A researcher? Yeah. Actually, let's Caught unpack on the, the pod. imposter syndrome that just occurred live on air. Cassie's sipping a drink. If we were in 2018, um, she would... Um, was there like a, a thing where people would like sip a drink? Oh, it would be like, here's... Okay, I don't. I don't even want to. I don't want to listen to that girl. That was enough. Yeah, and I think that's. I'm gonna gatekeep the rest of that from you guys. Um, yeah. if you know, you know. Oh my god. People if, who post pictures on Instagram and say that. If you know, you know. And it's like a selfie. Like no, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care to know. <laughs> okay. Um, another thing. I okay. I'm like going so far off the outline right now. I just have a lot to say. Um, another thing that we have to discuss. Um, is. Do you guys remember Until Tomorrow? No. Once I start explaining it, I think you might remember. Um, okay. It was an Instagram trend, like, uh, less than a month into the pandemic, where people would po- post oh, on... Oh, I vaguely do. Yeah. Was it, like, wouldn't they post, like, something weird? Post something, like, weird or in Bear Bear. Mm-hmm. And the caption would be, Until Tomorrow, or, if they're feeling a little feisty, it would be, like, not until tomorrow, like, I'm keeping this up forever, like, F it, like, that kind of vibe, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it would be, like, a baby picture, and then, like, a photo of them in, like, middle school, and the photo of them doing a funny face. Also, this episode's not gonna be on air, so you can curse if you want. Seriously? Yeah. Gatekeeping and fan culture, um, other than the fact that, um, academics in my brain are the original gatekeepers, um, fans, I feel like there's this sort of competition to know things about the person or um why are you smiling like that because i thought of something but i'm just waiting to say it (laughs) so um now i'm gonna wrap this up real quick because i want to know okay Okay. excuse me (laughs) (laughs) you literally didn't make a sound (laughs) guys i burped um fan culture um so I feel like there's this competition to know things. Cassie's smiling and it's... Okay, let me just say it. What? Fan culture and gatekeeping are like me and Bella. Best friends. Ah, wait, that's so real. That was good, right? See, that gave me the inspiration, motivation, and confidence to say what I'm going to say now. Okay. Which is... (laughs) I'm just going to repeat exactly what you said. Um... There's this sense of competition to know the most about um, the artist you love or, like, the TV show you love. And I think that's why so many people are fascinated by, like, behind-the-scenes photos and, like, why all of those Instagram accounts exist that are, like, um, like, here's uh, all of the, like, here's where you can get all of the clothing that, like, Ariana Grande wears. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Even though that's kind of the opposite of gatekeeping because it's, like, spreading public knowledge. But it's, like... There's this sort of, like, fascination to know every single thing you can possibly know about, like, a movie, a book, a TV show, an artist, um, a, an album. Um, so that's why people are so interested in those things. And then, like, lore and, like, understanding, like, who was this song written about? Um, like, all of those things. Um, or, like, what perfume does, like, I don't know, like, Rihanna wear? Like, all mm-hmm. of those things people are interested in. Um, which is probably just, like, in part just, like human curiosity and just like being interested in the things that you idolize um but like some of those things if they're not public knowledge people want to gatekeep those things because in that way it's kind of like 
superiority because it's like like okay if you have like a top secret piece of information about like ariana grande or like you know like where she like goes to like lunch on tuesdays or something like that you're gonna want to gatekeep that because you're gonna want it to be your own like little special secret Mm -hmm. like not that i know either of those things about ariana grande but it's like it, it having that information comes with a sense of superiority because it's like, I know something that you guys don't, therefore I'm a bigger fan. Mm-hmm. When like, maybe you only know that information because you were in like the right place, right time. Or like, maybe you only know that information because you like scoured the internet for hours and hours and hours in which like, uh, use your time a little better actually. <laughs> but, um, Go outside. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> No, I'm just thinking about going outside. It's so hot out today. (laughs) (laughs) Any thoughts? Name five Beatles songs. Across the Universe, Let It Be, Yellow Submarine, um, Guys, I'm at three, um, then there's, Yeah. I rest my case. Anyway. Oh, wait, Michelle. I literally don't even know. Like, you could be making these up. Um, and I was just about to make one up. Um, the Oogie Boogie song. That's literally probably one. Wait, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> the last thing in my search bar is juicer steroids. <laughs> I was looking, I was in like a Juice World fandom um, forum and I was like reading <laughs> what they called each other. There were a lot of slurs. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, so, um, there's no song, but, um, there's a Quora. Oogie Boogie song. There's a song called that. Okay, okay. By Ed Ivory and Ken Page. Good for them. Anyways, um, I want to hear you talk about the Name Five Songs phenomenon. Oh, when you did that, you, like, she, like, curled her hands at me. I don't even know. (laughs) Um... It's interesting that you called it a phenomenon. I think nowadays it's like if you do that, people will call you out for being cringe because mm-hmm. it's like literally grow up. Like, why do you? I think we talked about this actually in the fandom episode. We were like, why do you care so much? Like, if somebody knows some, like, why does it, why do you let that bother you? Mm-hmm. But again, it's people like gatekeeping. Actually, no. It's people just showing that, like, if you asked them to name five songs, they would name, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stay there. Your Bella just had her, like, wig flipped up, and I don't know why. And, like, <laughs> it was, like, coming off. It was, like, coming off her head. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I literally just parted my hair differently. Your wig was literally falling off. Do you remember when Miley Cyrus said, I can't put that wig back on about Anna Montana? She said that in the show? No, she said that, like, in real life about, like, I think it was, like, after she, like... Cut her hair? I don't think it was she cut her hair. It was after she did something, like, adult. I can't remember what it was. It might have, like, been, like, the first time she, like, did drugs or something. But she was like, I can't put that wig back on. In, like, a video? Yeah, she said it. I don't know if it was an... (laughs) (laughs) Emo kid. Sorry, you can't see Bella with her wig off. I don't know if it was a video. It might have just been, like, an interview. 
um, like, a text interview. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie and I are having a little giggle fest this in video. Check <laughs> it out on the Instagram. Um, sorry, Cassie and I are literally just having a giggle fest in the stew. But, um, I can't remember if it was, like, a video or a text, like, interview. But, um, she said that, and I think about it a lot. What were we talking about? We were talking about the name five songs, but gotcha. then I was thinking about how I already talked about it in the stand-up episodes, mm. and then I didn't want to repeat myself, so then we were talking about Miley. That's so true. Because you said wig. Now- <gasps> Wait! Speaking of gatekeeping! You know that video of Katy Perry and that Amer- it was like- America's The wig? Wig. Like, no, wait. What are you talking about? Yeah. Wig. Wig. That's not for you. That's for us. No, she was actually right for that, though. She was so right for that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about that in the first ever episode. I think so, too. So we talked about Katy Perry, and then I talked about how I don't like her, because then she's, like, sometimes mean to the <laughs> women on American Idol. Then I talked about how she got slimed. At the Kids' Choice Awards. But the, I yeah. called it the VMAs. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then I was like, get your facts right. Yeah. You guys see Jack Harlow got slimed at the Kids' Choice Awards? Stop. And he was like, I'm not going to get slimed. I know. He's so funny. He's, he was like, I could dodge it. He's literally hysterical for that. I was like, yeah, he probably could. Because he said it with such confidence. I, I know. Was like, I was like, yeah, he's yeah. not getting slimed tonight. Oh, he got slimed that night. Did you know slime is like, like, okay, not like, not like um Instagram slime, mm-hmm. but like Nickelodeon slime is like oatmeal and applesauce and like food coloring. Really? But it looks so watery. I know. Did you know they sent slime to the moon? So Nickelodeon slime has been in space. Wow. Or they could have just lied and just posted that, but... I if they lied, it. I'd believe it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Now we can get more into um, the differences in valid gatekeeping versus just being a weirdo. True. Because I think we mentioned in the beginning... Some things, yeah, I'd say they deserve to be gatekept. Can you give an example? I was going to say that to you. Um, Things I like to gatekeep, let me think. I'm gatekeeping Halsey's new album because everybody hated her up till now. So, and now people are like, people are like, oh my god, her album's actually good. And I'm like, she doesn't want you to listen to it. So. That's valid. She. she Halsey literally, Ashley Frangipan literally DM'd, (laughs) is that how you say it? I think it's Frangipani. Frangipani. So, Miss Frangipani literally DM'd C.L.M on Insta and was like, hey girl, this one's only for you. Mm -hmm. That's what, okay, that's literally what people think is happening to them when they find a song that has 1,000 listeners on Spotify. I know. And they, like, (laughs) add it to a playlist with some, like, vague name because they want people to, like, ask them about it. (laughs) Like, we're not Wait, asking. that's me because all my playlist names like don't make sense. If um, you know, you know. IYKYK. So. Whenever people say that, I'm like, I don't know. So, what now? Like, they that's when they take out the guillotine and they take matters into their own hands. So, what were you gonna say? <laughs> um, we were saying things we were gatekeeping. I said mm. at Halsey's new album, I will gatekeep it. It is uh, kind of flopping on Spotify. <laughs> it's not flopping, but it's, it's it is not doing as well as her other albums because mm. because um only indie kids would know. Stop. So, um, what do you gatekeep? First, I'm gonna go into a little story. Um, in middle school, uh, <laughs> this actually isn't my story. I thought of something too. Oh my god, nice. 
this isn't my story. Um, shout out Violet. I'm um, co-opting your. Shout out Violet, avid listener. Avid listener. I get um, I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah. I regret that. What did that have to do with? <laughs> um, I think I need to like think about my impulses before I act on them. Sometimes. Do you think Travis Scott is like free now to perform? Do you think he like think wakes up? Sin? I was gonna say, do you think he like wakes up with like a crushing sense of guilt for like the atrocities he's like supported and or committed? I think he doesn't, because I think the people around him are all like yes men that are like, oh, it wasn't your fault. And, like, I think he he just thinks that. I think he knows that he had the Travi Patty, and that makes him... Was he called that? I think people called it the Travi Patty, but I don't think it was called I've that. never heard... I didn't know that it was called that. That would be hilarious. Remember though. when people, like, pull up with sickle mode playing? Oh, remember there was a thing where you had to, like, say a secret code? Or it was, like, Cactus Jack sent me or something? That is... And the, the McDonald's people were like, what? <laughs> Oh my god, that's insane. You know, I don't know why I thought of this. You know that video where it's like, oh, I don't even, I can't even think of it. It's like, hi, would you like a crispy tendy and fry meal? And he's like, no. And then he's like, can I order the crispy tendy and fries? And then he's like, bruh. And then it's like, it's like devil noises. It's like satanic noises. We'll post the video, maybe. We'll post it, maybe. Okay, I've anyway. never had a cliff bar. I'm going to try one live. You can continue, though. <laughs> continue. How does it sound, guys? I'm just... So, how was the Cliff Bar? It was good. It tasted just like a regular Quaker Oat bar. Gotcha. I'm going to be honest. We accidentally cut out and we were joking about the Quaker Oats guy and how he's dead. Yeah, rest in peace. We weren't making fun of him, but I just didn't know if he was a model or not. Yeah. Evidently, he lived, he served, and he rested in peace. We think. Wait, he's probably like racist. Oh, he rested in um, devil noises, cactus track. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So now is it time to take some callers? I think it's time to take some callers. Yeah. Okay. So now we have our special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh my gosh! Yes. My name's Olivia. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we were talking about gatekeeping, um, what do you like to gatekeep? Um, I honestly, like, really enjoy, I don't know, I'm like a big music gatekeeper, like, I can't lie. Really? We were, we were talking about gatekeeping, how a lot of, like, it started with, like, like, indie kids, in quotations. No, yeah, which, like, I think that's when I started gatekeeping, when I was, like, 15 and like indie so it kind of like lines up i think Mm -hmm. but like i don't know like do you guys also do this like you know when you're talking to someone and they're like oh i like this band and you're like oh yeah like i'm not really into them anymore but i saw them like a bunch of times back when i was (laughs) i genuinely cannot help saying that like what band i don't know like some girl at work was singing a song by the garden the other day and i was like yeah i used to see them all the time uh like i used to be obsessed with them like i'm just like a bit wait is that first on air curse word it (gasps) is and it's from you baby's first curse word we're not on air though that's oh my god okay thank god she got scared (laughs) (laughs) is that allowed um yes because this episode is not going to be aired it's just going to be on our podcast page 
Oh my god, okay. Yeah, I was saying um, I've been gatekeeping Halsey's new album because people are saying they like her now, and I'm like, we didn't sit and get, like, bullied. <laughs> we didn't get bullied, but... The people who bullied you in question, it's, like, me and my friends. No, it's literally, like, a blank screen. Oh my god, <laughs> the poor connection. <laughs> I was saying, um, as if we got, as if we got bullied in high school, but we literally, like, didn't get bullied for being Halsey stands. No, but, like, still. But, like, still, like, they weren't there. No, literally. They didn't put the blood, sweat, and tears in. I, like, get it. Like, I was just, like, making fun of gatekeepers, but, like, okay, wait, Olivia, I would love to hear your input. So, again, this is a combined gatekeeping and hater episode, but we've just had so much to say about gatekeeping that we, like, kind of kind of forgot about the hater part but it kind of it kind of there's an intersection it in, yeah, yeah. yeah but um one of the things that we wanted to talk about later is things we are haters of um one of the things we have listed is soft boys or pretentious men who think they transcend gender for having painted oh nails god. and pronouns in bio i would love to hear your thoughts on that oh my god so many thoughts i think that like okay so i feel like obviously like it's annoying but i also think that it's like such like a bigger issue because i does anyone else feel like i don't know they like co-opt like queer like yes we were we were just talking about it i just feel like like so many of them will like adopt like i don't know the title of being or they'll say stuff like oh, like, I'm attracted to, like, like, I'm not straight. I'm attracted to, like, women and femme-presenting non-binary people, which, like, in itself is just, like, super transphobic, but also, like, I think that they're just looking to be, like, like, they're co-opting, like, queer identities to to get women, which Mm -hmm. is just, like, crazy. Yeah. They're using it as, like, we I feel like we say this in every episode, but like weaponizing it. No, it's real because it's like they literally do. If you have that as like a buffer, like oh, I'm like, like exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. If you have that as a buffer, it's like I'm an ally and I'm so educated and knowledgeable. But if that's like where your allyship ends, like thinking mm-hmm. feminine people are good looking, like wow we are all allies like oh good lord (laughs) like yeah so i totally get it and it's like they think it's like it's their way to show like i'm not threatening like i'm not like those other guys exactly but by doing that you are threatening Mm -hmm. no offense it's 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 even scarier because you're going out of your way to like create like a thing to hide it in an inauthentic way that's what makes it so like weird (laughs) they think like painting their nails we we said pretentious males who paint their nails they think that that's like like you said you think it's they think that's enough they're like exactly like that is when, the definition of performative anything like when like jacob lordy wears like a skirt oh okay gosh. wait he looks no, cute in those photos no shade i know it's sad because like like when harry styles gets like everyone like when he just wears like women's clothes and people are like oh he thinks he's doing so much for gender like i think he just like genuinely just like doesn't care and, like, it's yeah. sad that it gets, like... No, it's because of the people who use it as a weird performative way to make mm-hmm. women feel safe around them as some, mm-hmm. like, psychological trick to, like, be, like, I'm, like, cool and worth your time. Mm-hmm. It's those people who do that that make gender expression something to be, like, made fun of. And, yeah. like... They ruin it for, like, people who are actually trying to... Yeah. Just yeah. doing their own thing. Literally. 
and I think that like I don't know like I don't have you guys like and I don't mean to like offend but have you guys <laughs> observed like the queerification of like mainstream fashion like I feel like back like a few years ago if like a girl was wearing like baggy jeans and like a big t-shirt that was very much like queer coded but I just think like nowadays it's so normalized like the like the like signifiers of queer identity get like super blurred like in the same way that men painting their nails and whatever it's mm. like blurred. you know what I mean I don't yeah, know. yeah I get that and it's like you can wear what you want but it's like you know people do it with the intentions to like come across as something even if it's what's it called queer baiting Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like they don't i don't want to get into it (laughs) so while we have olivia on the line let's get some of her hater or actually we'll all name some things that we avidly hate on and we're not ashamed to say it um do you want to go first sure um you know you said greta van fleet (laughs) I did. I mean, we cut the part out where I mentioned them, but yes, I I do hate them. Yeah, I think that's a very, um, they're, like, very hateable, I think, for so many reasons. I I feel like people, like, I've seen people try and come up with, like, valid ways to cancel them. um, Because, like, I know that, I'm really, like, not that familiar with them, but I know that, like, they use, like, the image of, like, Native American, like, fashion and stuff like that. Yeah, I was going to say that. Which is problematic. But honestly, like, I don't even, like, I didn't hate them at first, like, because of that. I, like, genuinely just, like, hate them. I just hated them because they were, like, annoying and pretentious. I'm sorry. Like, that's what being a hater is. Like, it's, you're not, like, it's not because they've, like, done anything wrong necessarily. It's just because, like, you hate them. No, yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're trying to embody in this episode for the hater section it's like hating on things just because we hate them because if there's a valid reason to hate them then it's like then it's not hating at that point yeah then it's just like being a normal person i think like what we were saying about people who co-opt queer culture and you like weaponize queer fashion Mm -hmm. like or men who um think that they are better because they have they have some like they have one like characteristic of masculinity that like isn't like like, it's so groundbreaking. Yeah. I think being critical of that is not being a hater. Yeah. It's being a critical thinker and not taking things at face value. And I just think that yeah. makes you smart. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's... It's literally just valid criticism at yeah. that point. Because, like, that... Like, doing that, I think, is, like, harmful to, like, women and queer people especially. So, like, that's valid. But, like, I also enjoy being a hater just based on, like wanting to be a hater yeah sometimes you just there was a meme going viral a few months ago and it was like people who hate on things actively versus people who like pretend like everything is great and like everything is happy and it's like you know that's like that's not how a normal person thinks i'm sorry like it's it's just like natural to dislike things for no reason and then i wrote down that there's a lot of people who always say on twitter like just let people enjoy things and it's like if they're enjoying bad things i'm not gonna like harass them about it but if they are like not thinking critically about bad things Mm -hmm. then how does any progress get made and how do they know if thing the thing they're they're enjoying is bad like yeah and even if it's like 
let me just hate things. <laughs> if, if we can let people enjoy things, we can let people hate things. Real. Yeah. I'm thinking of... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I'm just thinking of, like, like when, like, young, like, middle school girls love, like, Dream and, like, Minecraft stands. And people are like, oh, they're not harming anyone. But it's also, like, some of them are, like, annoying and disrespectful. So, like, I can hate on them if I need to. <laughs> Cassie not from... Even- Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to just say Cassie promoting on hating middle schoolers is... I know, I'm like, guys, grow up. (laughs) Like, I don't know how big into, like, the idea of, like, cringe culture you guys used to be as, like, teenagers, but I know that I was, like, obsessed with it. And, like, honestly, I still am. I feel like that, like, the basis in the whole, like, cringe compilation whatever thing wasn't that anyone was doing anything wrong or, like, harmful necessarily. It was just, like being a hater for fun and i think that we've lost that that idea that culture because now it's like oh let people you know like live their lives like no i like i genuinely am just a hater (laughs) silence after (laughs) you were like breathing heavily (laughs) true well thank you for joining us thanks olivia Guys, thanks so much for having me. Of oh, course. Wait, say it again for the for the mic. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. No problem. Okay, so thank you so much to Olivia Woo. for joining. Woo! First on air curse. Come on. Or not on air, but first episode curse. First air curse. Okay, anyways. So our next guest is the incredibly lovely Anna Talenko. Um I'll be putting her on right now. Second, um, Second email ever. Second, okay. Second fan email ever. Anna's resume is quite comprehensive in the Slumber Party cinematic universe. Second on-air guest and second um, email. And who knows she what is She needs to it? be number two for something else, and then she's 222. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give her a call right now. So, is there anything that you like to gatekeep or you have gatekept in your life um, that you'd like to share with the audience? Yes. Hello, audience. Woo! It is I. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I've had a strong history as a gatekeeper and as a hater. I've had quite a few villain eras in my day. Um, I think I'm kind of coming out of a villain era right now, so I don't have that much hatred in my soul right now. But in the past, zooey mama, have I ever? Have I ever? Just like with anything, like I was one of those people that like, if anyone said that they liked anything that I liked, I would get angry. Like, that was, like, a personal attack for me, you know? I, I, know. Complete, <laughs> I completely understand, not to cut you off. Um, we were talking a little bit about this earlier, and we had in our outline, but we didn't really get to it. But the idea that, like, being a fan of something can be so closely tied to your identity, especially when you're, like, younger and, like, growing up, that, like... So a little lore between Anna and I and all of their Slumber Party <laughs> listeners. Um, Anna and I were active members of like the Marina and the Diamonds fan base when we were growing up. Oh, um, yeah, we were. Shout out to all of our fellow Diamonds. Um, Is that what they're called? That's what they're called. But like she like took out the word Diamonds in her stage name. So like. No, that's something that I'm a hater of. I will hate on that any day of the week. It makes me angry. No, because like we didn't wait out on the streets of Philly at the ripe age of 14 for no, hours to in have. In front of that mural of Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> at the electric factory. Um, yeah. And we're gatekeeping what that means from all of you guys right now by the way um i will i will gatekeep being like 
a Marina fan 10 years ago. I will gatekeep that. Yeah, because, like, I literally get it. Like, and, like, for us, um, especially speaking on Anna's... What was that? Okay, I just lost you for a second. Oh, yeah, no, you're all good. Um, but speaking on Anna and I's behalf for a second, like, when we were growing up, being a Marina fan and being a fan of, like, alternative music made by women was, like, a core part of our identity as, like, a young girl. So it felt like something that needed to be gatekept because it was so special to us. Um, so, yeah, that's my two cents on that. So really related to identity. So I totally get it, and the villain eras were honestly pretty justified. Anna's frozen right now, I'm going to be honest. This is silence. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wait, no, you keep freezing. It might be easier if I call you. Okay, Anna's calling me. Hey, you're right, I'm just going to put you on speaker. I said Amanda. <laughs> I, just, I just said Anna's calling me, and Cassie thought I said Amanda. And I'm like, in what world would an Amanda be hitting my line? Okay, anyways. Um, so you are up against the mic again. You can talk whenever you want. Why? Um... No, yeah, especially, like, when I was younger, like, even, like, cool. if anyone would say that they liked Harry Potter, which, again, not, I didn't say this before, so I don't know why I'm saying again, but, which is objectively, like, the most popular fandom ever, but still, I would just feel this, like, rumbling in my soul that I needed to prove that I'm better than them, you know? No, that makes I sense. I still have it. I still have it to a certain extent. My uh, friend's boyfriend was on campus the other day, and we were watching Harry Potter, it's like, my friends and her boyfriend was there and he started talking about Harry Potter as if he knew more than me and I just it was like I was 12 years old again I needed like there was was like this this urge that I needed to prove that I knew more than him I think also this kind of goes along with um Cassie and I's discussion on like fan culture like when you are a young girl in like a mainly like male dominated fan base like I don't really know much about the demographics of the Harry Potter fan base but from like an outsider's perspective even if this isn't, like, the actuality, from an outsider's perspective, it feels like the classic Harry Potter fan is, like, a young boy. And, like, even if, again, that's not, like, the case. Um, But, like, in, like, male-dominated, like, oh, like, Harry Potter, Star Wars, like, Star Trek, like, those kind of, like, those kind of worlds. Like, as a young girl, you feel like you do have something to prove because that's literally what you were told. So it, it, like, makes sense. So that adds up. I try not to do that as much anymore, but sometimes it just, it comes out of the woodwork. Yeah, and it, once again, it literally makes sense, especially when it's something that deeply ingrained, like... Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, and excellent points on gatekeeping. Any points on being a hater? <laughs> um, I love, I love being a hater, guys. I can't lie. The crowd goes I, wild! I, like, <laughs> I, I really do love being a hater. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> um... <laughs> I love to hate anything in general. Like, I'll, I, guys, I'm one of those people that, like, I will see just anyone, and I'll be like, that looks dumb. That's stupid. <laughs> like, that's just my first thought. It's not a good thought. That's what I think. But I'm like, as long as I don't hear it, that's okay. I don't have to say everything that I think. That's true. Um, but one thing that I will say is that I think it is 100% okay to be a hater against men. Mm. I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I actually think that it's morally correct. And that it's our duty as women and as people of any gender, except for men, sorry, <laughs> cis men. Gatekeeping, gatekeeping. Yeah, gatekeeping. I'm gatekeeping the hatred of men. <laughs> but um, it's our solemn duty to hate them because mm. they need to be taken down a peg. It's just like what we need to do for society. No, and it's so true. And that, 
on our conversation with Olivia that we just had, we were talking about, I know you're going to have something to say about this one. Um, and then, yeah, it's a lot. Um, we were talking about how it is morally justified to be a hater. And it's not even being a hater at this point. It is morally justified to be a hater of soft boys who, and this is the description Cassie and I have, pretentious men who think they transcend gender for having painted nails and having their pronouns oh in their bio. Because they, oh my yeah, because they use it as a free pass to be predatory, but they like license themselves to do it because no, exactly. they're, yeah, I, okay, spill, whatever you want to say. <laughs> it's, no, that is so true. Like, that is such a good characterization. Um, for context, I don't know if some party listeners know this, but I go to school at a tiny liberal arts school in Southern California where um, the vast majority of the male population is exactly like that. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and when I tell you I barely talk to men, like, th- just why would I? Like, why would I? They just all act like that, and a lot of them turn out being creepy. And, like, they make you trust them because they're like, no, I'm, like, literally, they're like, I'm not like other guys. I paint my nails. I care about women's rights, like, that kind of shit. But it's just not the case. Like, they still have the same societally ingrained sexism mm-hmm. in them and they just think that they don't without actually doing any kind of work to try to rewire themselves they just assume that they are okay Anna literally exactly like you could not have summed it up any better we literally just were talking about that and it's like you were in the stew <laughs> we made like the same point <laughs> also you Okay, right before you got on air, we were talking about... Your introduction was saying how you were the second ever Slumber Party email, the second ever on-air right. guest, and we were like, she needs right. she needs a third... Say a curse word, second She already cur- did. Oh, wait, did she? She said shit. Oh, I she didn't She already that. did. Okay, the, and we were looking to get you a third second so you could be two, two, two angel numbers, and oh you're the second ever on-air curse, baby. So, um... Hey! hey so... Anna Talenko, 222 Angel Numbers. Thank you so much for your wonderful contributions to Slumber Party. Um, it was my favorite number, baby. Two. That's Anna Tulenko. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey. hey. <laughs> so thank you so much. Um, yep. Thanks love you. Thanks for having me, Bella and Cassie Nation. Love you both. Love you. Thank you, Anna. Goodbye. Slumber Party, <laughs> Slumber Party with Cassie, Bella, and Anna. Okay, anyways, bye. <laughs> You never said, what do you gatekeep? I don't want to gatekeep. Low-key, I be gatekeep. Okay, this, like, doesn't even count as gatekeeping because it's, like, a massive, well-known chain, but I, like, low-key be gatekeeping TJ Maxx. Oh. Like, I don't know how to describe it, guys. Actually, I'm not going to describe it because I'm gatekeeping now. I'm going to say something, and I'm not even going to explain that's how much I want to gatekeep it. Mm. I gatekeep garage sales. Real. And, yeah, guys, don't go to them. They're literally mid, yeah. and I've never found one single good thing at a garage sale ever, and they're they are all bad. People who gate creep, gate creep. I know. Like, hmm. That would be a good band name, <gasps> right? Gate creep. Wow. I'm Nobody look that take up. that. Nobody take that. Do you know what my band name is? My band's name. What is it? It's refrigerate after opening. Okay, milk. Yeah. So whenever some, whenever my mom like reads the label and I. And then I say, that's my band name. And she never remembers that I say that. So every time she's like, you're in a band. <laughs> oh, God. Like, no. I w- used to be an extreme hater of Riverdale before all of the discourse came out about it being like camp and like high level, like performance art. 
I was like such a hater of it in high school partially because I like kind of had beef with a girl who really liked it um so I was like it's the worst show that's ever existed ever and now I just see it as like funny um so yeah I used to be a really big Riverdale hater but I can't like think of anything I like actively hate on right now other than like I currently have a seething hatred for the soft boy identity (laughs) um and I think that's overtaking everything I used to hate actually I used to hate on Riverdale I started hating on it before the show came out because I am an Archie comics fan Mm. and I saw the pictures of like Cole Sprouse's Jughead and I was like no they're not doing that to my beloved comics and then they did and now it's like now I don't I don't care that much because like like you said it's like funny that it's really bad but it is sad that like now the like like Archie comics are forever tainted by that show like just because I'm like mad now (laughs) just because like the show is like it's always going to be bigger now than the comics even though the comics have existed for so much longer do you remember the archie mac collab like the makeup line was it like a few years ago i I think it was like 2015 it's like so cute i remember i really liked archie comics too when i was younger um and i remember seeing that and i was like oh my god and then riverdale came out and i was like wow that's gonna blow up but yeah okay anyways we have two more um guest speakers um that are gonna air their two cents about gatekeeping and hating and these ones are fun because well they're all fun but these ones are interesting because we had these voice memos sent to us Mm -hmm. um and we don't know what they're gonna say we don't know what it's gonna entail so we're gonna say slurs oh and we'd have to keep it in just to make sure you guys know so moving on to the to the part where I play the audio. Um, Please don't be slurs. <laughs> stop. <laughs> um, so our first is from Miss Violet Knowles, avid um, slumber party listener. Thank you, girl. Um, so thank you so much for sending your two cents about hating and gatekeeping. Um, without further ado, here she goes. So first off, just want to say that I'm very honored to be included in this episode i'm a big slumby uh listen to every episode it's the highlight of my day every time it comes out um but as for my gatekeeping and being a hater experience um when i was in middle school i was a big fangirl i was obsessed with um, I was a like I was a book nerd, so I loved Divergent and like The Hunger Games, and I had a Divergent um, fan account that had like four thousand followers, which at the time was like crazy for me. Um, and then I was also a big fan of like Lana Del Rey and Marina and the Diamonds, and I was like, <sighs> it was kind of the vibe at the time, but I was also just obsessed with gatekeeping and like when um instagram like you people found out that you could go back into your settings and like see your oldest comments and your oldest posts that you've liked um half of the comments that i made from like seven years ago were like oh my god you're such a hashtag fake and i can't even see the post that it was about but i just i just know it was something that i liked that someone got like a slight piece of information wrong and i was like oh you're a fake fan and I remember, like, like me and me and Bella and, like, our close circle were, like, 
obsessed with Marina and, like, on her, um, like, fan pages and stuff. Like, we were very in the fandom on the internet. And then we had some other friends that also listened to her but, like, weren't, like, online in the fandom. And they literally listened to her music and, like, liked it. But every time they would talk about it, I would get so mad because I was like, you don't know all of her unreleased songs. You don't know this, this, and this. You don't know these facts about her. And, like, um, if, like, they spelled, like, one thing wrong, if they said, like, prima donna girl instead of prima donna, I would be like, oh, my God, they're such a fake fan. And I would, like, genuinely get mad at them. And, like, the same with, like, Divergent. Like, I would go to school in, like, seventh grade wearing all my Divergent merch and, like, people would say that they liked the books because we were like seventh graders and it was a young adult novel like it was we were the target audience but if someone ever said that they liked Divergent I would be like I don't remember how I would respond in person but I know in my head I was like you're such a fake fan which makes no sense because all you have to do to be a fan of Divergent was read the books but because like I had a fan account and I um I, like, dedicated my time because I had no hobbies or anything. I dedicated my time to making a fan account about Divergent. I was like, you're not a real fan. I'm the real fan. And I just, like, loved to gatekeep everything I liked for, like, no reason. I just thought, like, everyone else was, like, fake interested in the things that I was really genuinely interested in unless they were, like, in my immediate circle or in the fandom on the Internet. So... Very embarrassing, very strange behavior for me. Literally so true. Um, First of all, shout out Violet, third ever um, on-air guest on Slumber Party. Thank you for being a loyal Slumbie. But I love what you said about how, like, the internet, like, being on the internet made you immediately see yourself as a bigger fan, literally just because you didn't have, like, hobbies outside of what you're, like, enjoying um and like me too girl um so I think like in that way like our like gatekeeping felt really valid because these things were our livelihoods like I was a marina fan before I was a student um so yeah totally get it and thank you for your wonderful commentary um and then our next um and last guest for the day is our lovely Parmita. Um, thank you so much for sending in a voice recording. Um, and once again, listeners, this is going to be a surprise. Um, so you don't know what she's going to say. I don't know what she's going to say. She could come on and dox me. No one knows. Um, and we'd have to leave it in. And we would have to leave it in because it's our duty to the people to suddenly not gatekeep. Um, yeah. yeah. So Parmita, come on, give us what you got. So I've said this sentiment a few times to Bella before, um, but even though Do I Want to Know by the Arctic Monkeys literally has a billion plays and like, I'm pretty sure they have like 20 million monthly listeners, um, I still consider them my secret little indie rock band. And um, anytime someone knows them, I'm like, whoa, you know Arctic Monkeys? As if they're not, once again, literally, like, one of the largest bands. And they don't headline, like, basically, you know, all their festivals that they do. Um, 
like they don't really get do i want to know in the way that like me and you get it bella you know like that's that's like our private song like you know they just don't get it (laughs) okay parmita you're so right um literally i will gatekeep arctic monkeys once again as if they're not like the biggest um indie rock band like of the 2010s and now like 2020s um and literally like in my head i'm like that song literally 1 billion streams on spotify not 1000 like our old anecdote um literally 1 billion streams on spotify and i'm like i like it in a different way so i totally get it and that song is literally only ever been streamed by me and Parmita. No one else has ever streamed it. All 1 billion streams are divided amongst Parmita and myself. So in case anyone thought they listened to it. You guys must have made a lot of money. It's $15. $15 per play times half a billion. Half a billion. But then combine it to be 1 billion between Parmita and myself. Mm -hmm. We're sitting on a small fortune. Yeah. So congrats to all women everywhere for getting $15 every time you click play on a song really big win for the ladies but thank you so much Parmita for your wonderful contributions and congrats on being the fourth ever slumber party um on air um oh my god guest guest love you girl love everyone who came on today um you guys are what makes slumber party slumber party (sighs) (sighs) sorry about the yawn sorry about yawn part two it's slumber party bedtime It's 1.30 p.m. (laughs) It's 1.26 p.m. And I'm like, I'm sleepy. Um, I woke up at 6.50 a.m., as we know. So I've been up for a little while, guys. I got to take my midday nap. So, okay, yeah. What else did you say? I was going to say, I don't remember what she said, but it made me think about something I used to do was, I I don't know if this would be exactly gatekeeping, but I would like artists when they were small, and then they would when they would get big, I'd drop them because I'd be like, no, you're for the people now. <laughs> but like, like, but also like a lot of those artists, like rightfully so. Like when the 1975 started getting bigger, I was like, <laughs> and no offense, I was right because they're so annoying. Stop. Okay, they're annoying, yes, but like I still love their music. I don't listen to that, any of their new music, but their first album is still. Really good. Yeah, true. Maddie Healy was literally just like... He's so annoying. He's just like a bad person. And he's annoying, plus ratio. Okay, annoying and ratio and bad person. Yeah. But sometimes good music. So we're gonna... We're gonna listen with our eyes closed and just silently collect our $15 a play bag and pretend Maddie Healy's out of the equation. Yes. Yeah. Um, My, like, final thought is gatekeeping... If you're a woman, like, I get it. It's, like, part of our nature um, because so many of the spaces we, like, try to occupy were, like, pushed out of anyways. So, although one thing, I forgot to put this on the dock, women gatekeeping other women, that's women on women crime. (laughs) Like, when women gatekeep where they got, like, an outfit or something, like, did you, unless you handmade it, like, other people have the outfit. That's literally me gatekeeping TJ Maxx. You gatekeeping your outfit is literally a black tank top. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, wait, where'd you get that? I'm literally wearing a black tank top and the airy crossover leggings or like yoga pants that um, everyone and their mother has. And I'm like, I'm not telling you. Ask me where I got my pants. Where'd you get your pants? You actually, you genuinely could not buy them because 
I got them at a church sale, so. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Interesting. It's actually true. Also, I think women are allowed to be um, hypocrites sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I started this episode really being like, gatekeeping is so unnecessary. But the more I think about it, like, I get it. It's literally just, like, fun sometimes. It's, I think gatekeeping and being a hater kind of go hand in hand sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think there's all reasonable people know when is too much. Yeah. And all reasonable people know when is, like, too childish, you know? Because, like, yeah, I look... the biggest takeaway. Yeah. Like, I look back at my middle school self and I'm like, oh, my God, that was so unnecessary. And I was being, like, borderline mean. And, like, there was no reason for me to be gatekeeping like marina and the diamonds from my classmates who were all just like 12 year olds who like didn't even want to listen to her anyways like i was not better than anyone for listening to marina um even if that's what i felt like at some points in my life because i thought it was like the best music ever um but i think like like there's a there's a very clear difference between self-aware gatekeeping and being a literal 12 year old and Mm -hmm. i think if you are self-aware um it's different but i think also not geek geek what not gatekeeping most of the time will make you a much happier person um but it there's a time and a place for it and I understand that also a lot of like a lot of the stuff I said like things I gatekeep it's like in my head I want to gatekeep but like I also I I don't like actually do that yeah that's the other thing like if you're a sensible person if someone's like where'd you get your pants and you got them from a garage sale you're not going to be like I got them from the Prada store like you know Mm. what I mean like well, that's just straight up lying. <laughs> well, I feel like sometimes gatekeeping and lying also, like, go together. Um, like, lying about not knowing. Mm. But it's like... It's like lying by omission. <gasps> I just wrote a paper on that. Really? Yeah. It was... Oh, my God. My paper was on Nathan for you and the ethics of it. It kind of went crazy, I'm going to be honest. What classes are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was my psychology of ethics and morals class. Oh. We had to, like, relate the things we've learned to a... Um, uh, like, pop culture-related thing. I'm taking media law next semester. Ooh, I was considering taking that. Really? Actually, I'm not going to take it because um, I want them to gatekeep the knowledge from me. That's why I'm not an engineering major, guys. I respect that they're trying to gatekeep engineering knowledge from me. It's funny when, like, engineers, like, gatekeep from each other. Where <laughs> they're like, you're not a real engineer, and, le- like, if you're coding, you're not a real engineer. You need to get your hands on a saw. <laughs> Not even engineering it. Guys, what do engineers do, please? Or, like, people will be, like, like, someone will be, like, a biopsychology major, and someone will be, like, you're not a woman in STEM. And mm-hmm. it's, like, so then what's the bio part? Yeah. But or it's, like, it's, people psychology. People keep, like, being in college, they're, like, unless you're a STEM major, I think we talked about this, unless you're a STEM major, like, you're not, like, really doing college. Like... Okay, now I'm back on my gatekeeping hater grind because I'm thinking yeah. about that and I'm like After we were like it doesn't really matter. It, okay, I think okay. Stuff like that does matter Stuff though. Stuff like that literally does matter. But like I think some things Okay. I keep going back and forth. A lot of gatekeeping honestly does matter cuz like if someone's just trying to like enter a community and someone is like gatekeeping that from them by being mm-hmm. rude, that is so like destructive. But mm-hmm. we're talking about like silly funny gatekeeping. Yeah, that's different. That's like fun. That's literally fun. It's just the same thing as being a hater for fun. But if you take it too far or if you take it seriously, you you're a weirdo. You are immature. Yeah. And I think us going back and forth, we just weren't defining the two properly Mm because we were talking about two different. We went from like people like hating on women in STEM to like being like, where'd you get your pants? And 
it's different. But you're so right about, like, think that kind of gatekeeping is really harmful. Or if someone's, like, genuinely trying to, like, get help on something and you're, like, sorry, like, I don't know. I can't even think of an example. But, like... People, it's, it becomes an issue when people are, like... I know there's... Apparently there's communities on Facebook, like, mother communities, and they're, like, if you gave birth via C-section, you're, like, don't say you gave birth. You're not a real mother. Uh, like... It's just elitism for no reason. Literally. If you're an elitist too, grow up. Sorry. And that's and that's why I said like women who gatekeep to other women, it's like no. Yeah. Or when someone or if you're like, um, where'd you get that like I don't even know, like that like setting powder. It worked really well. And someone's like, Ooh, I would tell you, but I don't want it to sell out. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, because it's gonna sell out because you're giving it it, you're telling the name of it to someone in your like I don't know lecture I like like if you were broadcasting it to like the internet I might be a little more sympathetic to that like because then because that actually does happen people will be like I'm gatekeeping this because if it goes viral Clinique like black honey took oh, me months to get that literally and or, I love it that Dior lip oil that I was never going to order but everyone was like it's always sold out mm-hmm. like and stuff from like the ordinary yeah like gatekeeping sometimes has the power to like keep things in stock but on the other side of that once again going back to our 1000 listener analogy Mm -hmm. like if that goes with music like if you didn't gatekeep a song that was good on tiktok that the artist just needed like more support on and if it blew up that artist would be um really grateful and would gather like a lot of listeners and a lot of fans like imagine if people gatekept old town road from Lil Nas X stop don't even say that like, he's literally now, like, I think, like, a two-time Grammy winner. We need and him on the pod. I think I think he would like to be on. I think if he, like, heard one episode, what episode would he hear that he would like? I think the episode where we talked about where we just did, like, opinions, I think he would like that one. I think he would be, like, I respect it. Yeah, I think he would have liked to come on this episode. True. That's real. Maybe we'll send it to him. I don't real. Know. Well, can we email his, like, agent or something? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, um... What were you saying? And then we should probably wrap up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was just saying, imagine if, like, if people were like, oh, our small little artist, Lil Nas X, <laughs> and that song didn't go viral on TikTok. Because he was, he's, like, a probably the biggest example to literally get a career out of TikTok. Yeah. But the same with, like, Doja Cat. The amount of, before TikTok, like, her whole album came out. And I forget what the word is when, like, uh, is it called a sleeper hit or something? When, like, a song goes viral, like, years after it comes out or something. Like, Doja Cat, her album came out. Um, not pre-TikTok, but, like, I don't know if it was pre-TikTok, but, like, then, like, all those songs went viral because of TikTok, and now, like, that's why that album ended up, like, being, like, one of the most successful ones of the year, even though it was, like, a year after it came out. Um, like, what's the song? Is it called Juicy? Juice? Juicy. Yeah, like, Juicy was on that album, Say So. Say So was literally, like, the biggest song of 2020. And, like, it was, like, a year after it came out just because the power of TikTok. And people Shout out Yodeling get... Haley for that dance. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, I'm sure there were Doji Cat fans that were, like, oh, my God. Like, uh, they were probably, like, annoyed that the song was going viral. But it's, like, now, again, she won a Grammy now. And she's, like, a well-known artist. So it's, like, why are you, like, if you like a artist, don't you want them to be successful? Like... One of the main takeaways is... Sometimes things are out of your control. Like, sometimes artists just, like, blow up. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that. I thought of SpongeBob when he blew up. <laughs> That's what I started thinking about. 
Oh my god. Okay. You are supposed to blow up. <laughs> oh my god. I literally just thought about Lil Nas X explode. And I was like, that's so messed up. Okay, sorry. That's when we were in Boston and the bus was going to explode. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Sometimes an artist's music will just like blow up and you have no control over that. So you shouldn't harbor any like like hatred or like resentment because they blew up because it's out of your control that that happened, but it's understandable to feel a sense of like, well, I did like them first, but I think and because honestly that's kind of something cool to, and to be proud of, um because like kind of going back on what we said a little bit, like if you find an artist at a thousand listeners, that actually is pretty, like, cool. Like, like you found them early. I just think it's how you treat the, like, behaviors around that is what matters. Because if you are an unpleasant person to be around because of that, that's when it gets to be a problem. But if you were just proud of being one of, like, I don't know, like, Billie Eilish's first listeners, that's actually really cool. Like, things like that, it's, like, cool. But if you... Don't smile at me? Was that the name of the EP? I think so. Yeah. And when her username was, like... I like avocados. Where the avocados? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had that for quite a while. Quite some time. I remember though. That's like you said. It's cool. Like when Billie Eilish's first EP came out. I'm looking up if it was called "Don't Smile at Me." Mm. Yeah, it was called that. Mm. I remember. I literally didn't even like the music, (laughs) but I I followed her then because I was like, she's cool. And it's like it is cool to see someone grow to like, like from nothing to like something so crazy because you feel like you were part of the journey. Mm -hmm. But also like. You don't own someone. Yeah. Like, I think it, it all boils down to that. Um, and, like, yeah. I think gatekeeping, after this episode, I realized gatekeeping is a lot more, like, nuanced of a topic than I realized. And I have a lot of, like, conflicting feelings about it. Because, yeah. like, being on both the side of being a gatekeeper and having things gatekept from me and also just being, like, neutral about things. Like, mm-hmm. I've felt, like, every every part of it. But I think, like, right now where I stand is I don't try to go out of my way to gatekeep things and I actively try to undo like the harmful gatekeeping behaviors I have when I was like a kid like in middle school Mm -hmm. um but there's some things where I'm always just gonna be like I'll always just be happy to be like one of Faye Webster's like listeners before she like really we met her we met her yeah she's really sweet that was so funny that was oh my god we should talk about that next episode okay anyways um like I'll always be like proud of that but I try not, like, I've actively tried not to, like, be bitter about it, be mm-hmm. about her, like, blowing up, because it's, like, no, I'm really happy for her, and she deserves the, like, fame and stuff. Um, and I think, like, having that sense of self-awareness has made me um, a lot happier of a person, because I would be filled with a lot of bitterness and, like, sadness if I treated Faye Webster's success as my personal failure, mm-hmm. um, which, like, yo, where would that come from? So, yeah, I think self-awareness is really important, and, yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, my final takeaway is basically the same thing. Um, It's very complex. Like, if you're gatekeeping, um, if you're gatekeeping with, like, the intention to, like, hurt others or just exclude people from, like, like we said, like I said with the like the c-section birth thing exclude people from like a group that they wrongfully belong in hi everyone this is cassie editing i just want to say i meant to say someone they rightfully belong in the group not wrongfully okay continue i think that's weird and like you need to work on yourself Mm -hmm. but also like gatekeeping things i i think gatekeeping actually 
when I say gatekeeping things for fun, like, that's in more of, like, a joking way. So, like, I don't even think I, like, genuinely would say, like, gatekeep. Because, like, like I said, like, about Halsey's album, like, I, I don't actually care if people listen to it. But it's, like, it's just, like, funny to think, like, I'm, like, like, you can't listen to it. You weren't there. <laughs> like, that's, like, in, like, a funny way. So, it's, like, if people, if you're genuinely, like, not telling people an album that, like, maybe you're playing it and someone's, like, what is this? And you won't play it for them. Like, I think that's another like ego issue that you need to work on so and also you are probably antisocial and not fun to be around no offense exactly it's literally that's the that's the takeaway you're not fun to be around if you just like if you actually are a like true blue gatekeeper yeah like classic like name five songs type beat yeah and like you're you're being genuine no no but Girls are allowed to keep for fun because we deserve it because we've earned and it. hate for fun and sometimes. hate for fun as long as it's not like, um. Again, I feel like we have to do disclaimers just so this is, isn't taken out of context when we're famous. <laughs> um, that was a joke. Actually, it wasn't. <laughs> but I I want to make the disclaimer like when we say hating, we're not saying like sending like death threats to oh, like obviously. artists. Like or I'm e- just saying like like hating on Greta Van Fleet is like funny. Yeah, and even like, just like hating. You still have to be respectful in general, um, but, like, I think hating has become something bigger than itself. It's become, mm-hmm. like, a broad way to say, like, disliking something. Yeah. Like, being a hater. Like, you can be a hater of something and not be, like, violently against it. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And, again, going back to our soft boy example, sometimes being a hater is just a funny way to say, a fun, like, kind of like a, a funny way to be, like, I'm thinking critically about this, and I think it's an issue, but I'm not, like, calling to action about it. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a hater. But it's yeah. actually something I, like, care about. I just don't want to be like, this is an issue we need to address right now. Because in all honesty, it isn't that serious. It's just a pattern that we have to, like, be aware of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Honestly, this episode was genuinely very eye-opening to me, and it's made me think a lot about, once again, the nuances of gatekeeping and being a hater. So... Thank you, Slumber Party. Um, thanking ourselves here. Um, and also thanking everyone that slept over tonight. It's 1.30 p.m. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanking everyone who slept over tonight, including Olivia, Anna, Violet, and Parmita. It was lovely to have you all. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. We're not technically on the air, so we don't have to say open your mind. But it goes along with the episode because we opened our minds today. So, open your mind. Yeah.